Man, people crazy out these streets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. And I ain't in it. What's up? Welcome back to Out One Out. I'm Manny. I'm Nick. And today is Monday. So, of course, we are continuing our walk through the book of James. Um, before we get into that, just remind us to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Leave us a rating and or review. That's helpful for us, but it's also helpful to you guys so that you don't miss out on any episodes when they drop. Alright, um, today is actually Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday. And it's actually National Ice Cream Day. So Nick and I were just kind of like talking about that. Like we wish we had some ice cream with us right now. It's it's hot too. Yes. (laughs) The perfect day for Ice Cream Day. That's right. That's right. Um, But we're we're planning something pretty cool to try to uh, do an episode specifically on some local ice cream spots. So be staying tuned for that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this particular episode, we are going to be walking through James 1 verses 9 through 11 all right i'm going to read it first um just a reminder we're reading from the Harmon christian standard bible um and then we're going to go line by line and then at the end answer a few questions all right james 1 verse 9 the brother of humble circumstances should boast in his exaltation but the one who is rich should boast in his humiliation because he will pass away like a flower of the field for the sun rises with its scorching heat and drives drives up grass, its flowers fail, and its beautiful appearance is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will wither away while pursuing his activities. Amen. Mm. Verse 9, Nick. Yeah, so <laughs> I love the way this, this opens up, the way James opens this up. Yeah. Where he says, the brother of humble circumstances. And when we talk about humble, I mean, in my opinion, like this can mean so many different things here. Like he, I think he's talking about those who, when you talk about humble circumstances, those who are on the fringes of society. Mm-hmm. Those who don't have much yeah. um, physical things. So I think people in poverty, people who have just, again, maybe in prison, like all these different things mm-hmm. um, that I would consider humble circumstances. Um, but then he says, he's literally saying to the brother of humble circumstances, they should boast in their exaltation. Yeah. What's exaltation? It's happiness. Yes. Like, you should boast in your happiness because your happiness is coming from, a pl- like, it can only come from a place of God because mm-hmm. you don't have, or it's a spiritual thing because you don't have anything. That's right. You don't have all these worldly possessions that you cling to that is what's giving you your happiness. Instead, that that, that exaltation is coming from the Lord. Amen. Like, you're happy. You're, this over, and it's like, and it's not just a, a happiness of like, I'm smiling happiness. Like, yeah. Exaltation is like it's an extreme happiness. Right. It's just like it's a happiness that don't make no sense. It's sometimes like I know people who are that happy. I'm like, bro, chill. <laughs> like I know you're happy, but I'm not like chill out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's cool. It's really cool to see how James is just like, if you're in humble circumstances, boast in that. Mm-hmm. Don't boast in the things that you don't have. Don't like boast in the fact that you have happiness amidst not having worldly things. Amen. Um, but then he flips that on the next verse where he talks about, but those who are rich should boast in their humiliation. Mm-hmm. And this is like, man, this is almost saying like, you have all these things, but you should boast in being humbled. Right. Um, like those worldly things aren't 
aren't that important that's right and if you're boasting in that you probably don't really genuinely know the love of the lord mm-hmm. or have experienced that so yeah those are my first two thoughts from just reading nine and ten what do you think yeah no i agree you know I wrote that the poor man is lifted up out of poverty yes. by God, and that's like a beautiful thing. And um, and but the rich man who has much possession, um, in order for him to really, um, to really find himself needing God, and to really find um, like true love for God, he has to let go of his possessions, mm-hmm. and he has to be brought down and humbled. Yep. And and that is also a beautiful thing. And so this is why we find joy in trials, um, because it really just it, it 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 changes our perception and our mindset on the way that we view material things um, in this life. Um, so I just I think that's a, a great reminder and um, and something that we should cling on to. Yeah. 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 I mean, this always just brings me right back to the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, like he he's got all this wealth he's got all these things and he's telling jesus he did all these things yep. jesus is like cool leave it all behind right sell all of your possessions right and it doesn't say it just says the rich young ruler went away distressed mm-hmm. um it doesn't really say like did he ultimately do that um but in his mind like he had built up this kingdom of him for himself in this world and all these riches and and in a sense he wasn't really that humble just from the way the conversation was going with Jesus. He was talking about, well, I did that. Right. I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. And this is like, it wasn't a question of, Lord, what else can I, like, how can I serve you? It was like, mm-hmm. well, I've done all these things, so yeah. I should be able to enter the kingdom of God. Right. And so a sense of, he's got, there's a sense of pride there of all mm-hmm. the checklist of things he's done. Um, and Jesus humbled them real quick by saying, well, go sell everything. Yeah. And the dude was like, uh, <laughs> no. So, and I think it, there's, it just brings it back to, and then Jesus goes on to talk about how it's, um, it's harder for a rich man to enter heaven than it, like, or enter through the narrow gate or something like that. Right, I'm, right. I'm butchering that yeah. up right now, but you know what I, like, yeah. he's just saying it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. That's right. Um, because in all reality, a lot of the rich, like a lot of rich people, they built their kingdoms and that's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're their own personal kingdoms that they've built on this earth. Yeah. Um, and they, and some of them don't even sense the need of have, needing a savior. That mm-hmm. they think they're good. That they can pay off all their troubles. Right. Um, which we know is not true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just that's what my mind goes to is the rich young ruler. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You, you definitely reminded of that. That's one of my favorite yeah. stories in the Bible, man. Um, you know, but also here I think too, um, it's important to remember that whether you are rich or poor, yeah, you're equal. Yep. Um, and by faith in Christ, in the end, we are all equal. Yeah. Um, I've been, in my personal time, I think I was telling you, have been reading Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. That kind of gives you the flip side of, like, the worldview from um, minus the eternal perspective in God. Yeah. Um, and so, without having um, the eternity sealed with Christ, um, everything in life is meaningless in the, at the end of the day. Yep. Um, and so... Now with Christ, we have a common denominator of glory in Him yeah. at, at the end of time. Um, and so, whether you're poor on earth now, whether you're rich on earth now, really, like that stuff is going to fade away. We are all going to be united in Christ yeah. in heaven at the end of time, and uh, that's that's one of the reasons why we should endure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of Christian. It brings such a dignity to people. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter your financial situation. It doesn't yeah. matter your where you stand socially in the um in this in the nation you live in. Like right. God sees you. You're you're in His image. Yeah. You're His. Yeah. Um, and I think that's so it's so beautiful and so unique. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it also for the poor, they, they they can be glad that riches mean nothing to God. Right. Like, I don't need thousands or millions upon millions upon millions of dollars mm-hmm. in my bank account for God to recognize me. He sees me for who I am. He right. sees me despite not having all these worldly possessions or not having a great financial portfolio. I mm-hmm. filed for bankruptcy. Like I'm not, I haven't personally filed for bankruptcy and I do pray that the Lord, I don't have to ever do that. But <laughs> if I do, God's still good. Yes. Amen. Um, but like if, if an individual individual has filed for bankruptcy, like God still sees you, you're still loved. It doesn't mean yeah. you're not loved any less now yeah. because of your poor financial decision-making or again, whatever it might be. But on the flip side of that, the rich should be grateful that money means nothing to God mm-hmm. because even though you might be rich, that money is easily lost. Yeah. Um, as easily you can gain it, you can easily lose it. Yep. Amen. Um, economy crashes, whatever. Um, that and you for the rich, you, but you if you're rich, you really got to be careful not to build mm-hmm. your life upon your finances. Yeah. Um, to be smart, to be a good steward of that, and to know that man, if it's all stripped away, mm-hmm. my faith is not built upon God blessing me because I I'm financially set. Yeah. But my faith is based on the fact that God loves me and knows me for personally. Amen. Um, so yeah, yeah that's, there's a view very unique that Christianity brings together the poor and the rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that the rich have it a little harder yeah. um, because again, like you, there is a greater responsibility. Mm-hmm. You got, you do have this, you have influence, you have this mm-hmm. position of power more than likely when you have that kind of financial, um, I don't even want to say blessing that financial, um, how's the word I want to use for that? Just your assets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it's not like finances isn't always a blessing. Like God can bless you with finances. Absolutely. Right. Right. But when you walk around and say, God bless me with this, God bless me with that. Well, does that mean he doesn't give blessings to everybody else? Because mm-hmm. not everybody else is financially blessed like you. Yeah. Um, so again, we just gotta be, gotta be mindful of that. And I, again, mm-hmm. I love that Christianity brings it all together that the fringes of society, the rich, mm-hmm. the weak, the strong, like we can all come under the, under the banner of Christ Jesus. And I love that. Yeah. Amen, man. All right, um, I'm going to read verses 10 and 11 again, because I know we kind of touched on 10. Um, so, but the one who is rich should boast in his humili- humiliation because he will pass away like a flower of the field. Mm-hmm. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and dries up the grass, its, fl- its flowers falls off, and its beautiful appearance is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will wither away while pursuing his activities. Yeah. What do we see here? <laughs> don't pursue the things of this world yeah (laughs) like that's really like when you see that it's just god saying it's all for nothing Mm -hmm. like you're gonna wither away yep you can gain and i mean how often do you hear the stories of people who do have that they're really well off financially Mm -hmm. but yet there's this emptiness to them Mm -hmm. i mean i can't tell you the countless testimonies i've heard like you know they gained all this but yet there's just this gaping hole that they feel something's off Mm mm-hmm um, I actually listened to a podcast recently of a dude who um, who left the, um, the homosexual lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, but what he what he said had nothing to do with that. But it's he said basically like he was a really well known person in Hollywood, mm. like he was in like the fashion stuff very well, like partying all the time around. Yeah. I mean, he partied with Prince, he did all these oh, things. Wow. like everybody you knew, like Katie, like literally he was naming celebrities. Yeah, um, and he, and then he said he was members. He was at a party in, or a fashion week in Paris. And he has everything he needs. Find it like literally everything physically he could need. He mm-hmm. had. Wow. I mean, he even had a boyfriend at the time. Like all these, like even his relationship yeah. was being met. Wow. He had everything he needed yeah. in his mind. But he said he remembers sitting in Paris for the first time, feeling extremely empty. 
mm-hmm. and asking himself is this really all there is mm-hmm. all this pursuit all this money all this partying is this really all there is because if there is there's not much point in living yeah um and that was what began his faith journey um which i would this but again like he's got a crazy testimony his name is beckett cook if y'all are interested in hearing his story okay. um but again it just like to hear him say he had all these things he was in all the known celebrity mm-hmm. groups like people mm-hmm. knew who he was yet he wasn't he was empty yeah because he didn't have that beautiful personal relationship with christ jesus and that's what was really holding him back and he realized like he, he even shares how he realized all that stuff that he was pursuing was all gonna fade away mm-hmm. it was meaningless yeah so yeah um yeah so again like i think for us be mindful of that is just to make sure that we're pursuing kingdom-minded things mm-hmm. not our god's kingdom mind or god's kingdom things not our personal kingdoms that we're trying to build amen because our kingdoms will crash and burn amen <laughs> amen by our doing and sometimes by god's doing yeah so. yeah yeah you know i love i love what it's saying here because it's like you know not only like will the riches of this world fade away but the rich man yeah will fade away um and so it's just it's important not to be a hoarder yeah. on this earth and just storing up all these earthly possessions yeah. and clinging on to them um you gotta you gotta be open-handed with this man and yeah. um and really just just be reminded that that your hope is found in christ yeah. and just cling to him um because you know as we as we keep just pointing to man like there is hope in christ man yeah. and at the end of time you know we are all going to be in heaven with god yeah. and um and enjoy the riches and beauty up there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and that... This has been one of those things that like, I've been wrestling, uh, unpacking. I've been unpacking with a group of guys, too. Is just mm. that day, the end of age, like the end of time. Like if it's my end of my personal time or literally like Jesus has finally come back. Yeah. Because, um, well, again, one day we're all going to face him one way or the other. Yes. <laughs> um, and I just... The words... Uh, the thought of ever hearing the words away from me, I never knew you. Yeah. That, that they, they, they penetrate me. Yeah. And it's... It makes me so uneasy. Um, but then I'm thinking, like, as we're talking about people who are, are financially well, like, there can be people, you could have all the finances in the world and be giving your money to good causes. Mm-hmm. To church, like, you're helping build churches, you're helping, you know, you're giving to all these building campaigns, you're giving to the poor, you're giving, like, again, you're helping these nonprofits, you're, you're, you're moving the gospel forward, yet you don't know who your God is. Right. And, like, you just, just so happen to be generous and giving, um, there's mm-hmm. a very real possibility that you hear away from me. I never knew you. Yes, you did all these things in my name, but I don't know you. Yeah. And it's just like, man, just be mindful of that. <laughs> like that's, that's right. Literally what I'm sitting like, as you were talking, I'm like, man, I don't want to hear those words. Mm-mm. I don't want to hear those words. I want to make sure everything I'm doing is like, first and foremost is being, is an overflow of my relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, he is not, <laughs> God is not concerned how much we can give with our time with our finances whatever like or how much we can gain he is concerned about the eternal things he's concerned about my soul yes he's not concerned about my wealth yeah or my health honestly like he is concerned with my health but you know what i mean like right ultimately he's concerned about my soul yeah and me being in a personal relationship with him yeah um so like that's what his concerns are Mm -hmm. his concerns are man i'm gonna i'm gonna be broke this next year like no like he's concerned about my soul yeah and I can lose everything in this world, mm-hmm. but if I'm connected with God, I still have my God, and that can never be taken away from me. Amen. So. Amen. Yeah, I love that. I love that because He brings it to the heart yeah. of the issues. That's one thing I, I love that you know about you know the Sermon on the Mount. 
Yes. He brings it to to the to the heart of everything. Yeah. And but yeah, that away from me, I never knew you. That 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 crushes me. And something I always like keeping in the back of my mind. And like and, and like you kind of mentioned, like, and it's not that these people they don't know of God. Like they yeah. know of God. Yeah. And they've done things in His name and stuff. Is that He doesn't know you? Yeah. Like, and like obviously God knows you, but what it's talking is about is the depths yeah. of you, of the depths of your soul. Like you have not allowed God. Yep to really enter into the depths of your soul yeah um and so that's that's why you know that's why i say like we got to be open-handed we have to be yeah. have an open heart and um and just really allow god to move in and through you yeah and you pursue him um and just not allow these earthly material things to get in that you know get in the way of doing that yeah yeah it's hard it's hard yeah it is hard and it's <laughs> it's just especially in america yes yeah yeah because so much of america is christian like we're all about this american dream right striving for your like it's really i mean the american way is a selfish thing Mm -hmm. it's all about you yeah (laughs) um and that's one thing i did love about while i was in um um i went to haiti Mm -hmm. and i realized real quickly how communal they were yeah um, and how that's not the case here in, the, in this country. Mm-hmm. Like, they very much, like, they rely on each other. Yeah. Um, there's this beautiful relationship between um, everybody in these villages and these communities. And it was just like, man, I, you don't see that in our country. Yeah. Um, even You can be living next to the same person for 20 years mm-hmm. and not know their name in this country. That's right. And not have any any personal reason to walk over there and get to know your neighbor. Yeah. Um, because you're striving to do your thing, they're striving to do their thing. And it's just like, man we're missing that Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about the early church is to see how communal they were how they they valued knowing one another Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean one thing my my dude um my first time in haiti brought up too when it comes to this conversation Mm -hmm. um about being physically poor and spiritually poor yeah he um i remember we were driving and i don't even remember how we got on the conversation Um, i think somebody in the car asked about them being poor Mm -hmm. um and he laughed He's like, you can call us. Yeah, yeah, we're poor physically. Mm-hmm. And he said, but man, we are, because he, he grew up in Haiti, but he also traveled, he studied he studied in America and then yeah. decided to go back to Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he did that, he said that he learned real quickly how spiritually rich mm-hmm. he was in Haiti mm-hmm. and how that is something that's that he, he saw lacked in the American church. Right. The American church is financially healthy yeah like like there's some mega churches out there that are making a butt ton of money there's some just normal day everyday churches that are really they're financially set yeah but he he even pointed out he's like but they're spiritually they're poor that's right and it's like how many of them actually know god or love god and it was like man he had me processing so much Mm -hmm. um and then evaluating my myself like man am i spiritually poor yeah um so yeah it was just a really interesting take on that and amen yeah and haiti is a poor country (laughs) physically poor country yeah um but spiritually, ain't healthy. Yeah. The, the Christians Rich. that are there are not spiritually unhealthy. Yeah, are not spiritually poor. Right. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right. So we have a couple of questions, um, and then we'll close. Um, so the first one: Do you think wealth should be a pursuit of man in this life? No. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think it should not be my. It should not be our number one pursuit. Mm-hmm. If that's our number one pursuit, we're in, we're doing things for the wrong reason. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna compromise in areas. Then you're going to you're going to do whatever you can to make sure you're wealthy. Yeah. Um. And again, that 
I feel like when when something like that is your number one priority, like I just said it, but you compromise in so many areas to make sure you get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you hurt people along the way, and unintentionally or in, in, intentionally. Yeah. Um, I believe my number one pursuit, our our number one pursuit should be that relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else flows from that. Amen. Now I'm not saying. You don't need to make money, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. we, that's like this is the society we live in. We have to make money right. to survive, like to to like to live to support our families. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, but you have to be smart within that. Yeah. Um, you can't just if that's your number one pursuit in life, you're going to be really sad at the mm-hmm. end of it all. Yeah. Um, but if your number one pursuit in life is that of Christ Jesus and your relationship with Him, you will be richly satisfied at the end. That's right. So that's right. Yeah, because wealth. Money will not fill us. No. Only Jesus can fill us, and so we have to hunger and thirst for Him. Yep. Um, and that should be our main pursuit. Like, there's nothing wrong with with making money and no. stuff. Um, but when that becomes your God, yeah, then you're making that an idol, and you're in sin. Yeah. And Jesus talked about money quite a bit. Yes, He did. And He talked about how you cannot serve two masters. Yes. So, and that's the thing is like even he and He never said money's not bad. Mm-hmm. But you know who is bad? us that's right we can take all these good things yeah. and make them evil so steward it well yes yep steward it well yep um but yeah yeah it's 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 i think it's tough for for those who are wealthy yeah um and like we said it's, it's, a, it's hard for the wealthy man to let go of his possessions and stuff yeah um but i would say like even because you hear so much so much of the ceos and people in high positions who have a lot of wealth who do a lot of giving back um, and stuff. And, and on the surface, it's like, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. They're doing a lot of good. Um, but, like, when you kind of peel back the layers on that, like, are they doing it so that they can have a healthy bottom line? Mm, yeah. um, like, what is the heart behind that? Again, yeah. the heart behind them doing this. Um, because ultimately our goal as Christians to love God and to love others. Yeah. And so if we're doing this for self gain, then then really what are we doing? Yeah. It's it's meaningless. Yeah. Again, so um I would say even in that, you know, vein we have to be careful. Yeah. 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 And I think it's hard too for me for us as Americans, um, I'm sitting here talking about, you know, I can relate to, you know, being poor in a sense mm-hmm. but and in my and like the what like the finances i make now and what i made most of my life would never be considered rich in this country yeah. or even remotely close to being rich in this mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things in the rest of the world i'm i'm really rich yeah financially yeah um in comparison to the rest of the world american standards absolutely not mm-hmm. world standards i'm rich yeah i've got everything i need right um and I think that's really, I think that's for our listeners, like that can be that one thing that we trip up on is like, we think we're poor, but we're really not poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we, when we remove ourselves again from this American mindset, we are really wealthy. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, it might be hard for us in this country because, you know, it's, it's just crazy financially. Right. <laughs> but in the grand scheme, like so much of the world is in legitimate poverty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's just crazy to think about that. And then it helps me, it, then that compels me to make sure that I am being a good steward of what I do have. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to view it as, oh, I don't have enough. Like, no, I have plenty. Yeah. I, and I also need to make sure I steward as well and I'm generous with this and the, for the right reasons. Like you were just saying, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not giving 
just to get like just because I want to give like I'm giving because out of the generosity of the love of the Lord amen so and we know somebody who's extremely generous yes who yes. honestly like this man is I'm not gonna say his name because again he's the one of them dudes he doesn't want to be known yeah. for how generous he is but he is he lives with that open hand right and I know this man takes losses mm-hmm. um, but he is just he loves the Lord so much and knows that all this at the end of the day is meaningless. All his money, yes. all these things, and he's going to give to help further God's kingdom. And I love that about that man. And yeah. it is, he's like a dad. He's my dad. <laughs> call him. He calls me son, so I'm calling him dad. Yeah, he's so, awesome, man. Yeah, he is. Awesome. So, and again, like when I think of when God says a generous giver, like he, he, he is the individual I see when I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. All right. So on that note of, um, of poverty, um, I'm going to ask this question this way. I'll explain it a little bit. But what hope do the poor have? Um, and so I ask this question because I think so often as Christians, um, we try to um, paint this picture for those who are poor that they can obtain wealth in this life. Yeah. And um, and though that may be possible, and though for, for some it may happen, for many it will not. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality of things. And so... What hope do they have to cling to? A heavenly kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> that God has literally prepared a place for them in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, or in this new heaven and new earth. Like he has prepared a room for you specifically. Yeah. You might not have a room prepared for you specifically on this earth right now in this time. Yeah. But one day when Christ has finally come back, mm-hmm. he has prepared a place for you. Mm-hmm. And that alone should bring you enough comfort. Um, because again, the reality of this is for a Christian in Yemen, who, if you're a Christian in Yemen, first of all, it's amazing because it's 99.9% Muslim. Yeah. Um, but it's also one of the poorest nations. It's also one of the most, this, it's a world health crisis right now in our reality. Mm-hmm. Um, you will more than likely never have riches in that country. Yeah. But as a Christian, you don't care about the physical at that point mm-hmm. you know that you're not living you're no longer living for this life you are living for the eternity with the lord yeah um and again i think that is what brings you that peace and that hope because that doesn't change that's right god's eternal mm-hmm. <laughs> all these finances all the wealth of this world man that's all fine and that's going to end yeah um at some point yeah, the other all the rich are going to bow mm-hmm. everybody everything's going to be burnt up that's it's going right. to be he's going god's going to separate the wheat from the um the chaff so yeah, yeah. um yeah, it's. I think that's where you cling to, and I think as mm-hmm. someone who is in a pover- is po- impoverished, like you, you're not living for now anyway. Yeah, you are. Once you 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 fixate on that eternal kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and to know that your Lord loves you enough, first of all, to lay His life down for you and to give you this new hope and this and this new relationship with the with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, restoring you to that, but also to know He's preparing a place for you. It's like right. man, right? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And it, but I think it could be a hard concept to grasp too because it's like man when there's people in this world who won't take care of you or help prepare a place for you mm-hmm. um, but you're telling me there's a God that will right um, I think that people can wrestle with that but it also on the flip side like I could be like oh I'll take that uh, that sounds like the God I like I long for right so that's yeah. my little take yeah no that's good you know I think and so I guess I want to give like this caveat I'm not saying that people that listen to this are poor but yeah. I mean, they may be um, you know to those who are impoverished and um, don't have much yeah. I would say don't um, don't get hard on yourself or um, think that you have to put pursue money as your main pursuit yeah. um, 
don't think that oh because you don't have much that you just have to do that much more to really just pursue don't make that your your um, ultimate goal um, your ultimate goal in life is to pursue God yeah. um, to hunger and thirst after him and in him you have all that you need yep. um, and I do believe that that Jesus will supply your needs and when I say needs I mean your actual needs um, and so you know I, I think also you know for the poor um, they may not have much to lose on this earth but in Christ they have so much to gain yeah. and and that's the beauty that I think the lens that they have to look from um, and to just cling to the hope that's found in him look forward to that day um, and, I, and I think that's a way that they can endure yeah. this time um, that they spend on earth uh, without having much richness. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, <laughs> I think this is, even, Jesus sat with the poor. Mm-hmm. He was, you were more likely to find Jesus sitting with the with poor, yeah. the poor, than you would the rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that alone should tell, should speak volumes of who our Lord is and, yeah. again, like how he views you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, to know like and not just financially physically poor but spiritually poor too like when he sat with the sinners That's like right. we were spiritually bankrupt yeah um, and he again he came for those who knew they needed a doctor mm-hmm. so amen yeah amen that's that's awesome man enjoyed this conversation amen alright um, you got you want to remind the, the yeah listeners? yeah so just a reminder that, um, during this series um, to just if you have any questions as we're walking through this um, this the book of James like please like a quick 20 second voice memo of your question and an email to nick at avertchurch.com um we would love we're really planning on trying to do this the last episode of this um this series mm-hmm. on james um by answering you guys' questions we would love the and again we, we encourage voice memos because then we can plug you into the podcast as well so right, right. yeah awesome Alright guys, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Leave a rating and or a review. Um, and we appreciate those who have done that and those who will be doing that. Amen. Alright, we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. See you. Peace. <laughs>